You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions, direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute, with today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Good morning, result seekers. Russell Westcott from the Rain Office. Beautiful thing about technology is you can be on a call without being on a call. We actually just hung up this morning from our Monday morning mastery call, Richard and I, and we looked into the future and we discovered that we both are physically going to be on an airplane for this call you're going to hear today. So because the beautiful part about technology is we can honor our commitments without being there live, and that's what we have is the continuation of the lesson that you had heard last week about leadership development, about being self-accountable for your results and continuing your destiny conversation, because taking control of one's destiny is owning the future that is coming. And with that thought in mind, ladies and gentlemen, please help welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. Hey, Russell. Good morning again. Good to hear your voice. And uh, yes, indeed. I thank God for technology, huh? Yeah, absolutely. We're we're probably right now, physically, when everyone's listening to this, we're over Saskatoon right now, waving at my family. (laughs) And they're saying they're they're waving at, keep going, Russ, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You know my family well. Oh, boy. We, We all know our families well. Well, you know, last we left off on the last call, we were talking a bit about control of destiny. And what's amazing is that we're very time sensitive around just how long I can go on around and predict the subject matter. And, and this particular conversation around taking control of one's destiny is, is, is especially important to me. And I know it's especially uh, important to you as it has been for Don and Patrick and the rest of the team at Rain. You know, we, we, we know that this conversation, control of destiny, is, is, is your total conviction, right? That, that you're in charge of your own life, you know, investing all your energy in doing what is uniquely right for you. And what I particularly love about taking control of your destiny, owning the future, as you just said, that's coming towards you, is that it immunizes you against depression and despair. You know, it, it, it arms you with the attitude with which you accept those things that you cannot influence. And so that brings me to the next part of it, the second part, the most important part of taking control of your destiny, which is around understanding the value and importance of keeping your standards. You know, standards by definition, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is the degrees of excellence required for a particular purpose. So if standards by definition are the degrees of excellence required for a particular purpose, the question is, what are your degrees of excellence? You know, if I asked anybody, any of you, what actions you absolutely have to take in order to control your destiny, what would your response be? Like, think about it. Or or, or said it differently, what are the things you believe you have to do in order to be happy? Or, 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 or what are the things that you would never do because you know they would destroy uh, living your most extraordinary best and, and, and prevent you from controlling your destiny? So in other words, what are, your, uh, what are the personal standards that determine how you live each and every day? You know, how are you consistently achieving personal excellence? So could you perhaps this week give me, give yourself at least five rules of engagement that you can consciously and concisely apply in your daily life, just five? Because if you can, then you may be living on automatic pilot. You may not be consciously evaluating each action's impact on your overall personal extraordinary best. So 
for example, how many times have you caused more pain to yourself than anyone else could ever have, right? How many times have you been angry or annoyed with yourself because you didn't do what you knew you should have done or you acted in a way that you knew was wrong for you? Now, you know, for me, oh my God, I cannot live with myself. Too often I cannot live with myself, which is another conversation, by the way. But I can't live with myself too often uh, when I go through these experiences. You see, and that's when I experience real pain, the pain of self-betrayal. You see, self-betrayal is doing opposite or not doing what it is you know you can and should have done. However, by establishing conscious personal standards, or, or what we could call must-dos, we maximize our personal degrees of excellence and minimize our self-defeating behavior. Here, I must say, I would have to say, uh, if you were to write this down, do it now. And if you want to uh, pull over, write them down, or go back and make a record of these. But I'm going to share with you uh, my most important 10 personal standards. Number one, go for the magic in each and every person. You, you've got to know that anytime you're with someone, around someone, or interacting with someone, that's a privilege you, will, you have right there. You know, not just for you to be alive, but for them to be alive and for you both to be in the same space. So go for the magic in each and every person. Look for the magic in them. Number two, make people smile and laugh, irrespective of how you feel. You know, too often do we let what happens to us in the morning, the afternoon, or in the day, whether it's a bad call, bad email, bad interaction, or just a bad day, we let that affect everyone's day or someone else's day. So make people smile and laugh, irrespective of how you feel. Number three, help people control their destiny by connecting them with their unique personal power. Now, of course, you'll only know what their unique personal power is if you're actually going to go for the magic in each and every person. So helping people control their destiny by connecting them with their unique personal power is about talking to them about their unique and personal power. Now, number four, play full out at whatever game you're playing, you know, and hold nothing back. You know, playing full out at whatever game you're playing, holding nothing back is a very important part where people always overlook the idea of doing everything they can do and then more. Number five, feed your appetite for new ways to communicate and connect with people. You know, one of the biggest parts of the Mastery Series, for example, was on connecting and speaking. Those modules were powerful. Why? Because it's such a big part of who we are, not just as real estate investors, but also as, as parents and as husbands and as wives and as children, as human beings. It's our responsibility to communicate and connect with people. Number six, condition your physical machine through the right food and exercise to perform at its peak and never abuse it. You've got to take very seriously that this thing that you're, 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 you're inside of, this machine, this body has got to be taken care of. So you want to make sure you're conditioning your physical machine through the right food and exercise. Number seven, only use words that inspire yourself and others. Never use words that demean or, uh, or, 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 or put down anyone around you. Why? Because the second you put down someone else, you're putting down yourself. Number eight, lead by example. Never asking or expecting others to do anything you would not be prepared to do yourself. And that's pretty self-explanatory. Number nine, forgive yourself when making mistakes so that you can recover rapidly and start over again. And that's super important. You know, it's been taught to me many times that it's not important for you to understand why and when you get down or go down or are down. What matters is how quickly you bounce back. And number 10, never, ever, and I mean ever, give up. Always know staying on the course to raise your game when you are most fatigued is the best time to push to forge forward. 
and to keep climbing. So those are my personal standards. Now, they don't need to be your personal standards. You don't have to adopt them as your own, and you're welcome to any one of them, and if uh, all of them. But what are yours? So this week, what I want you to do is write them down. Write them down. Write down what your personal standards are and keep them with you. Keep fine-tuning them until you've got a personal code of conduct, if it were, that sustains you in the tough moments and ensures you consistently deliver excellence. And I want you to share them with me if you want. Uh, you can either write me, uh, Richard at RainCanada.com, or even Russell. Uh, I believe it's Russell at RainCanada.com. And if it's not, he'll correct me later on. Absolutely. We want, so we want to know. We want to know what are your personal standards? Because one of the most incredible undertones of understanding how you communicate and live your personal standards is by communicating them with others. You see, it's kind of like positive pressure, as my good friend Robin Sharma, the man who wrote the book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, once said, Richard, when you tell the world what you're up to, there's no hiding out in excuses. It's so true. So once you tell us what your standards are, now we're going to start looking at you to live from them. So you've got to have the courage to be a superstar at your own game. You've got to ask yourself, how willing are you to go against the flow of the crowd and to be true to your standards? You know, as Shakespeare once wrote, to thine own self be true. To thine own self be true. It's hard. Yes, very hard, especially in the hard moments. But there are two main reasons why you may violate your standards. You know, the first comes from within. That's when you uh, slack off or yield to temptation. You know, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> the second is when others pressure you or you allow them to pressure you into breaking your own rules. Now, in both cases, you need to recommit to your controlling of your destiny. You see, if your personal standards are important to you, then it's simple, super simple. You know you have no choice. You have set a tone of personal standards that cannot be broken. You have a sense of personal right and wrong. The pain of violation will surpass any pleasure you get from breaking your own rules as long as you stay conscious of them. You know, it was once shared with me that a real superstar is mean in a particular way. He is a Michael Jordan or Cal Ripken, greedy for records and history, armored and self-contained in inner cores at a hard knot of physical talent and fierce will. Nothing penetrates that core in anybody or anything that gets too close is out of his life. I read that in New York Times magazine long ago. You know, I believe that all of us can be a Michael Jordan or a Cal Ripken at something. I aspire to be a Michael Jordan, if it were, at the professional world of speaking and presenting. That's my game. I want to be the Michael Jordan of speaking and presenting. And I've never said that out loud once before, any time before. But what game can you play like a superstar? You know, if your answer is nothing, then I respect that. But at the same time, though, control of destiny may stay forever beyond your grasp. Control of destiny demands that you celebrate your gifts to the maximum by self-actualizing them. You may need to think about pruning anything in your life that impedes you from doing this. Or you may need to redesign your life so that you can pursue your superstar attribute with vigor and focus. The reality is this, is as I've written many times in many of my other publications, that whatever you decide to do, this continent will make room for you. This continent accommodates and even embraces its eccentrics as long as you step up, step up, and deliver results while adding value to others. That's why I do what I do. That's why Russell not only hosts these calls, but prepares for them every week to make sure that in advance we know what we're going to talk about so we can deliver value. Like everything else in life, it's a finely tuned balancing set. So honor yourself, and you'll find that others will honor you as well. You've got to win, so to speak, your own Academy Award. Sometimes you just have to fake it. You know, what I'm saying here is simply this. There will be moments when you are scared, even terrified. In those moments, you have to act as if you're in control and in demand of command. You have to walk and talk like a person who is in the zone. You know what will happen. The more you act as though you're in control, the more you will actually feel in control. 
right? Emotion comes from motion. So right now, stand, the way you stand, when you are extremely depressed, and then put that kind of expression on your face and you see what's going to happen. Think about what kind of stuff you're going to wear. Think about the kind of words that come to your mouth. Think about the kind of tears that want to come out of your eyes. Guess what? It won't take long that you will actually start feeling pretty depressed. But the, but the converse is true. You know, consistently act the way you want when you want to be extremely turned on, and you will increase in time the way you spend in an up state. But here's the caveat. There will be those moments when you will weaken, and there will be those moments when you are weak. There will be those days when your vision will blur and your boldness will falter. But guess what? You're only human, so it's going to happen. And when it does, be gentle on yourself. Let your wounds heal. Treat those moments as opportunities to not just comfort yourself, but get closer to the reasons why you are where you are and why you want to do what you want to do. Let, let yourself reassure yourself in the comfort that will come back. Take time out. Regenerate. Gather your thoughts and your strength. But whatever happens, don't lambaste yourself. Whatever happens, treat those vulnerable moments as gifts. Give those vulnerable moments the title it needs, which is the time for you to protect yourself against self-pride. In fact, I now handle my own down moments as many luxuries. Seriously, I have frequent down days. In those moments, I give myself the right to have a self-pity party. No one shows up, mind you, but for a couple of hours, I'll let myself feel sorry for myself. I'll let my body naturally feel what it must. But I know it's my way, my body's way of saying, hey, slow down, step back, hold on, right? So I give myself permission. I give my mind permission. Now, then I step up and I fight the good fight because I know what I need to do is re-energize and reinvigorate. There's an old Swahili warrior song that is appropriate here. It says, celebrate the struggle. Victory and defeat are in the hands of the gods, so let us celebrate the struggle, right? So in closing, here's what I know. I know that right here, right now in North America, it's a haven for those who wish to take control of their destiny. Why? Because right here, your toughest day is someone else's dream. If ever there was a continent designed to help you take control of destiny, it's this one. If there's any country that had more opportunity now than ever before, it's our country. And all the vehicles are here to help you live your vision. And so the reality here is regardless of race and ethnicity or your religious, your prejudice, your rigid class, your systems, your scarceness, your resourceness, your, your built, your infrastructure, your unstable environments, whether it's yourself, your wife, your husband, your kids, whatever, no matter what your mindset or inhospitable policies might make that way is maybe true, the point of the matter is that you have control over your destiny. And that's it. Plain and simple. So the seven steps that I want to share with you on controlling your destiny is number one, know what you want. Number two is celebrate your personal power. Know that you've got what it takes to do what you've got to do. Number three, be you and be authentic. Number four, clarify your personal standards. I want you to do that this week. Write them down. Live them. Send them to me and Russell. We want to know what they are. Number five is walk the talk as if you are in control. Number six, make friends with your fear. It's there to serve you, keep you humble and make you stronger. And number seven, Forgive yourself in those down moments. Take those as mini luxuries. Take them as little mini vacations from being the big you to play small you so that you can regenerate, reinvigorate, and reinvent the next step. And there you have it. The week call, the completion of controlling your destiny. We sure hope that you do. Why? Because we know that here at Rain, it's, it's what we stand for. It's your why. Russ, back to you. Fantastic. So just a quick question, Rich, on your 10 personal standards. What if somebody's struggling on finding what their personal standards are? Do you have a couple tips on how to get the best out of us to, so how we can come up with something that uh, works for us and try it on? Well, the way it's a great question, Russ, because you know a lot of us, you, know, you and I especially, we've been in the space of you know self improvement, self leadership, self worth, leadership development, professional prowess for for years, and that's why we love what we do. You know, I've created my personal ten standards, and not because 
they were mine, but because I kind of adopted them from the people I admire and look up to. So I took the, you know, I took one or two from Michael Jordan. I may have taken one or two from an explorer and an inventor and perhaps the, uh, a leader, a former politician, an actor, and on and on. So what happens is you begin to look at in the world for people that are your role models. And you take the best of what they've got. You take the best of what they look up to and aspire to be. And you have that become the culmination of your personal standards. So I wasn't born with these 10 standards. I, I, I've read about them. I've seen them in workshops. I've seen them show up in other people. So the first thing is this, is that anyone having a challenge adopting or defining a personal standard is go out and just steal one from someone else. Take all my 10, for God's sakes. Take maybe even Russell's 10. Who knows? The point is to take some on and begin living them. And if it's like a jacket. You walk into a store, right, Russ? You walk into a store, you try on a jacket. If it doesn't fit, put it back. You're not forced to wear something that doesn't fit. So that's where you want to start. Start with some standards that you've got access to, whether it's your parents, whether it's people you look up to, even myself, even Don, Patrick, even Russell, whomever it is, adopt them, adapt them, or steal them. And then over time, own them. Over time, own them. Perfect. So really our homework this week is we're going shopping for personal standards. <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. Going shopping for personal standards. I like that. And if it doesn't work or doesn't fit and it has a good return policy, by all means use it. You know, in the famous words of Johnny Cochran, if, you, if it don't fit, you must acquit. Absolutely. So what a wonderful place to leave this message off. And Rich, I thank you very much for, you know, we just literally did a call this morning. We got back on the phone again and recorded another one. And, you know, we're, we're literally flying over Saskatchewan right now. And I want to thank you for honoring your commitment and doing this on a weekly basis because we're now past seven months. And that is a huge commitment for you every week to check in with the members and deliver a powerful message. So thank you very much. Well, Russ, first and foremost, you're welcome. The team is welcome. Our members, our fellow partners are welcome, but that's just what we do, right, Russ? It's taking control of our destiny. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions, you can always call the RAIN office at one 824 7346 Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network signing off, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.